Welcome to another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. I'm Mike Siciliano, Dean of Students in the Upper School. I'm joined today by two members of our science mm-hmm. department, Lower School Science, Ms. Kelly Bickley. Kelly, thank you for being here. Of course. I should also note that uh, you have two students here as a parent. Two. Your husband, I think he used to work <laughs> here. I don't know. We try to forget. Right? They pushed him out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Chad Bickley, who's been on the podcast before. Uh, actually, I think you're the first husband-wife combo mm. to be on the podcast wow, at separate times it's big so yeah it's a big deal. so thank you for being here and mr grantham jones mm. middle school science mm-hmm. welcome to the podcast thank you um we're going to talk today about science and uh we're we're excited about that before we get too much into science i'd actually love to hear from each of you just for our, our listeners a little bit about how you came to santa fe uh maybe why you became a teacher and um kind of your journey up to getting here so um kelly let's start with you sure um, growing up, I've always loved um, working with kids. I worked with kids, my mom at church. Um, and I think it was my lower school teachers that had the biggest impact on me. Hmm. They made it fun. They made it creative. Are you um, taking a shot at the upper school right now? A little bit. I it's feel not like as that fun. Was sort of like, lower school is a lot yeah, more fun. Okay. It is happy. We can color, land. right? Like, like if anyone's having a bad day, they should go down to the lower school for about 20 right? minutes. And they're good. And it's just, this is magic. It's a pill of happiness. So I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've always loved science. My dad was a doctor, um, and I kind of wanted to go in that field of medicine. I took chemistry in high school, and I was like, maybe not there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but something with kids. And so that brought me into teaching in college. I got my teaching credential, um, started teaching right away, kindergarten. I did a fourth grade. Um, and it just, I took a break when my kids were born, Drew yeah. and Paige. And then when Drew started kindergarten here, I started long-term subbing, and then Paige was in kindergarten, and I took over the science lab. So I've been here, I think this is my 10th year. Wow. Okay. And I love it. It's like, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Well, you do- It's an, a hard place to leave. You do an incredible job. Thank um, you. All, all I know, I mean, you know, my, my my kid is in second grade, as our listeners know, because I talk <laughs> about her way too much, and uh, <laughs> she loves everything about it. But for whatever reason, your class is the one that she's always like- you need to talk to Miss Bickley. Have her send the picture of the thing that we did. You know, and I so usually do. I'll take you a do. picture of Violet. You're very and then responsive, actually. You yes. send them to me that night. I do. I'm impre- not that I'm everyone start should charging, be doing that. But. Well, I mean, I probably do owe you a little bit. Um, you also have have great kids here. You know this, although. Uh, your daughter, you know, she lost that powder puff game last year. To and the she team. hasn't lived it down. Well, like, I do remind her she's of She's so competitive. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I know because it's mm-hmm. like pretty much once a week I poke at her Dude. a little bit of like, hey, what have you thought more about how are you going to lose again this year? She's working on strategy. Already. I know. I have like only a couple months left of this dialogue. I'm going to soak in every last bit of it. Yeah. So, um, so awesome. Funny. So shifting to you, Grantham, yep. the middle school, mm-hmm. which, you know, it takes a certain it takes a certain type of person. I think it to be in the middle. Everybody school. says that, but yeah. like I can't. Like I feel like if I had a bunch of lower schoolers, like they're so cute and so fun. But I also, it just seems that's equally as crazy. So I that's think it's true. It's just everybody's fit for their own their own thing. That is yeah. absolutely true. It's but it's sort of like when you're the genius and everybody tells you you're a genius, you're like I don't know any different. <laughs> I don't know that's what I feel like for our middle school mm. folks. Um, so you and and you you know do a number of things here, but share a little bit about your background and how you ended up at Santa Fe. And- yeah, so uh, out of, out of college, I started working at San Diego State. Um, I was working for their football team, doing like marketing, business ops, uh, that sort of stuff. Um, I, I liked it, but um, definitely wasn't like I didn't feel like I was being fed in the way that um, I originally 
I eventually figured out what it'd be like being a teacher. Um, I started actually volunteer coaching with the rugby team here. Um, had a couple conversations with John Wallace, our head football coach. He was like, you should come coach football. Um, so I ended up leaving that job at San Diego state to do a long-term sub, um, similar to Kelly. And, uh, after long-term subbing for about a year, um, I took the science job because my background, uh, I got my degree in psychology with an emphasis in neurobiology. Um, I did like uh, neurobiology research team um, when I was in college at Zoo Pacific. So um, really, really, I'm fascinated by the brain, uh, human physiology and anatomy. Um, but I think that that kind of segues well into kind of intro to biology, which is why I took over in seventh grade with life science. And then this is, I think, year, this is year five of football. So it must be year four of life. I know. Yeah. Really fast. But, um, I still, I love every second of it. Like everyone always is like, people have two responses when you tell them you teach middle school. It's one, it's like, Oh God bless you. Or or the second thing is like, Oh wow. I don't know that I, I could ever do that. And I think that they both mean the same thing, which is like, you remember yourself in middle school and you're like, Oh, I don't know if I'd yeah. want to go back to that. But like <laughs> true. for me, yeah. like I think about, um, these kids are so stinking honest and they're like, nobody peaked in middle school. So it's just like, everyone's awkward <laughs> yeah. and we get to be part of that together. Yeah. Um, and I just like love, uh, I love that phase of life for them because they're so inquisitive. They're, they're, they'll tell you exactly like it is. Um, there's no jadedness. Um, and I think like they haven't, they, they've got no outside cynicism yet and they just seem really like yeah. um, they're ready. F- then they're just like ripe to learn, which well, I just like love that age group. So yeah. it's been amazing. Well, we are lucky to have you. I know mm. the kids love you. You've become one of those personalities that it's just like, you know, you walk around campus with a squad. <laughs> just wants more Mr. Jones time. So, <laughs> appreciate that. Um, so we're, we're thrilled to have you here. Mm. I want to get to science and to faith. Um, but before that, we, we have this thing with the mugs. I don't know if you, if you, you know, they, they asked you to bring a mug. We've been in yeah. line. So just the history of the mugs. I, I do want to clarify for the audience a little bit. I So this mug was just like when we started this, it was this little thing. We were going to do one podcast and they gave me this one mm-hmm. and then it became a thing. And so now like people call me top gun. I'm just like, ah. I'm not the top gun. I don't, I'm not, that's gun. not a, that's not a reflection of me, but it's a thing now. Uh-huh. But that said, we asked you to bring some mugs. So why don't you share about which one you brought? Well, I brought one that says happy father's day, 2008. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pictures um. of my kids when they were cute and innocent and adorable. Uh-huh. They still yeah. are. Well, yeah. No, they are. Um, but all the pictures of them, I just love seeing yeah. all their okay. cute they, faces. They didn't make but a Mother's Day one. They didn't. This was a big deal. Back then it was like, Shutterfly, you do all the pictures of everything, the calendars. Yes, right. the cu- yeah, yeah, So yeah. this went to father, father-in-law, Chad. Like, yeah. It went to everybody. Okay. Unbelievable yeah. that Chad would take a mug for himself and right? not arrange one for you. I just yeah, want I to didn't call get any, that out. I didn't since, get anything in return. No since he's not no. here to defend himself, I want to make sure that he knows I am publicly calling him. <laughs> oh, man. So I'll yeah. hear about that one. Also, the Packers aren't doing well this year. I'm going to throw it's all been, my it's stuff. Been, it's stuff been a struggle. Yeah. It's been a struggle at the rough. house. Yes. Yeah. How about for you? Okay. So I'm not from Texas. Um, no, I've only been there like twice, but, uh, the story behind the mug is, uh, it was the weekend before I was going to propose to my wife and, um, I was supposed to fly back to like, kind of get some things arranged and meet another guy at the airport in San Diego. I was flying back from the panhandle in Florida, connected in Dallas. The flight back got canceled. 
And then I kept going to American Airlines being like, can I get the next flight? Can I get the next flight? There was like a freak storm that came in. I did, ended you, up, did you drop the like, I'm trying to propose to somebody? <laughs> I, I actually we, like, did. There's a rom-com right. moment mm-hmm. that we could totally. create right yeah. here. So on top of that, I was actually, I was had a book with all these photos and movie tickets and concert tickets that I was making for when I was going to propose. And I was doing it in the airport. So just to add to the rom-com-ness. <laughs> and um, they were like, no flights, no flights, everything canceled, delayed. Um, I ended up spending, I think, 17 hours in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth oh airport. My gosh. And I bought this wow. mug because <laughs> about halfway through the insanity, I was just like praying to God. I was like, God, please let me get back so I can propose. <laughs> but I want to remember this moment. And so I bought this Texas mug. And um, it's kind of like my guilty pleasure every time I get that's to a, That's a big mug, right. too. Mm-hmm. It that's is. Like a everything heavy- is bigger in texas so did, you have, did you have to change the proposal timeline process or did you, you made no it back um so i guess there's like some sort of city ordinance with san diego airport we're not supposed to fly in past like 11 p.m but oh. we we ended up flying in like 2 or 3 a.m or something like that it must they must have made an exception they broke wow. the law for they, you to propose they knew yeah. You were needed. yeah yeah so wow yep okay. and then yeah proposed still married worked out that's good. <laughs> that's good. i feel like you're supposed to like the story is supposed to end with you like hitching a ride with a band driving yeah how funny yeah something. drive through the night yeah yeah hitchhiking okay so um so faith and science i mean it's it's actually although um as I've, I've shared we have another episode of this podcast as well that we've done with some of our upper school uh science teachers so i'm going to ask you some of the same questions mm-hmm. and one of the things that that we've talked about is just that faith science combo is so interesting people have lots of different views on it you know, mm-hmm. some people in the world find them totally incompatible. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of just interesting dynamics with that. So being a Christian school and putting science at the forefront, I'm curious for you as a teacher, how do you handle that? What's your approach to that? What's the relationship between science and faith? And we'll start with you, you know, and obviously you have an added layer of like you have five-year-old kindergartners. Right. And then you have fifth graders who are probably starting to ask some good questions about stuff. They do. Yeah. No, it starts It starts young. But it's so amazing. Like today we did try to do Christmas uh, science over this break um, before Christmas comes. And it's we're doing gingerbread houses. Mm-hmm. So super simple. It's like an engineering challenge. And taking the houses and integrating faith into that, how simple that is. It's like, okay, how can you take a gingerbread house into right. you know, yeah. a biblical truth into something like that? Um, but just the simple idea of putting Bible verses into the kids, and it's not a whole Bible story, sure. but here is, you know, the gingerbread man trying to get to the house. They have to design this house so the wolf can't get to them. And then going into Matthew, like, what is our firm foundation as mm. Christians? Yeah. Like, um, are we reading the word and are we standing firm or are we taking it in and not using it? So that was the challenge today with my fifth graders of, you know, here's this house that you have to design. It has to be structurally sound, but as Christians, how is your life? Like, how are you applying, you know, your Christian faith? How is it coming out? Um, So taking those biblical truths and integrating it into the science lesson, almost every lesson, there are biblical truths that can be integrated. And that's what I love about it. It's like, we don't have to shy away from it. Mm. It's like, we have a plan. We can have this time to be like, okay, here we go. It's two, maybe two minutes of talking about it, but these kids are getting it. But applying it and processing it through science yeah. or mm-hmm. a STEM challenge or um, whatever it is, right. how simple it is, is. Yeah. What's a STEM challenge? You don't know STEM? Well, I'm just for our listeners. You STEM. Know? Of well, course so it keeps I know. changing. <laughs> it keeps changing. It's STEM to STEAM, and now some places do STEM. Yeah. So science, okay. technology, engineering, math. So right. it's more the engineering building, processing. Yeah. What kinds of stuff do our kids build in lower school? Gingerbread houses. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got that. But, so know. fourth grade, we're talking um, energy. 
So they're building roller coasters. We have these pipe insulation awesome. foams. Mm. The room turns into a, like an amusement park. So it's amazing. It's loud. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but just learning about energy and they take a marble and do hills and loops and um, kinetic energy, potential energy, all those different things. Awesome. I so yeah. lots of hands-on, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Grant, then what about for you? Because you have middle school students mm -hmm. who are who are in the mode of questioning everything. I mm -hmm. mean, like some of our parents would who are listening would probably say, like, really, truly everything. Like, you know, why do I need to eat a meal? <laughs> right. Like, right. You know, why do I have to wear a shirt? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so what's that like with this faith science intersection in middle school? What's your approach to that? Yeah, I think um, – Mr. Agwan, Eric Agwan, mm -hmm. who works on this campus, he has a quote that he always says, which is, uh, the Lord is in the business of winning souls and business is booming. And I think that that makes me think about um, like how the Lord is always revealing himself to us, right? And I think you get this beautiful thing with seventh graders, especially, that they're so inquisitive. They have such a deep level of inquiry that they, they want to know. So then getting to be able to be that person that um, I try to let the Lord reveal himself through that science, right? I mean, I told Mike before this, before we started recording that uh, they're turning in their science fair projects today. So <laughs> I, I basically force them to pick something that they enjoy and then they have to just elaborate on that. And I think that um, like that, there's that verse in Proverbs that's uh, the heart of a person is like deep water and he who has purpose draws it out. And I think that that's kind of like the Bible's version of like the unexamined life is not worth living. And so I think mm -hmm. these kids like, they, they want to know. And so if you give them the ability to um, kind of just like ask the hard questions about something that they're passionate about, the Lord kind of does the rest. And mm -hmm. I've gotten to see that firsthand every single year, so. Yeah, mm. that science fair project. I mean, ah. that's going back. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that's a, like. Do you remember long... what you did? Oh yeah, I did. Um, weather weather affects weather weather there weather weather. Uh, mm -hmm. Does weather affect fingerprints at a crime scene? Okay. So like, wow. you know, if someone commits a crime mm -hmm. and it rains or mm -hmm. it snows or it hails or whatnot. What's the impact on their ability to to get fingerprints? And do you remember what happened? Um, of course I remember, but I don't want to share that with yeah, everybody. Of I course. Mean, that might, there right. might be some criminals out there That's true. Yeah. that are listening. Yeah. Uh, funny. uh, yeah, it, it, it does on some weather, but frankly, I can't remember. Yeah, that. Okay. So, yeah. but, um, anyway, state science fair, 1995. Debbie oh, wow. You made teacher, it to state. So I did. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, impressive. I did. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Does that go on your resume? Um, <laughs> honestly, I, it's funny because I, I said this to the other teachers. Science was not my thing. I mm. really I really struggled with science. So, um, you know, I don't know what that project was like. Maybe my one shining science moment. <laughs> it was all downhill from there oh, no. after after seventh grade. Mm -hmm. um, so from a skill set standpoint, what is it? I mean, let's start. Let's build from from K to 12. So let's start with a kindergartner who's mm -hmm. in your science class. Right. Who's going to spend six years with you. What are you hoping before they get to Grantham and our middle school team, what are you hoping that they've gained and, and learned and that you would look back on and say, yeah, they've they've gotten what we've hoped for out of this program? I think a sense of like, you know, especially as Christians, we are to love God and love our neighbors, mm. but to take something as simple as science and being stewards of that and learning mm. how all these different, you know, um, terminologies or processes or whatever they're learning, those, those building blocks, um, after they get out of elementary or school, how can they use what they've learned in the program mm -hmm. up through high school and apply it into their lives? Like, how can we love others through science? You know, maybe it's through 3D printing robotic arms or 
Um, but learning those building blocks of like, we love to do the four C's in lower school, creative, critical thinking, communication, creativity, um, collaboration. And those are huge in the science lab in the lower school. So that's what I love about like, like doing a STEM project. These kids have to work collaboratively, figure out hard things. Yeah. Um, but then they grow from it. So maybe it's like we're learning about the atom or whatever it is. And I know when they go to middle school, it's just going to be expanded on. Right. So as an example of that, like, like this is in my head, I always think about the dissections Yes. because, because <laughs> like Violet came home as a kindergartner <laughs> and the pickle, right? they dissect the pickle, yes. right? But she knew like every year I'm going to dissect something and, and they build on each other. Right. So maybe right. talk a little bit about that. Um, like, you know, what are the things and what's the goal of having them do those dissections? Right. So yes, kindergarten, it's a pickle. It's so cute. They put on their lab coats, the goggles, half the battle is putting on the lab yeah, coats right. and That's the half gloves. The class, actually. It really yeah. is. It's about 15 minutes, but these kids, they'll, they'll have a little pickle, the dissecting tray. So they're just learning the techniques of doing a, you know, a true dissection. Yeah. Um, and they're so cute. They'll open it up with their scissors and, um, they're like so surprised there's seeds inside this yeah. pickle. Like it's it's amazing. But when they get to like third grade, yeah. it's like, you made me dissect a pickle. Yeah. And I'm like, but when you were in kindergarten, you, you loved it. Was awesome. it. Yeah. it was like, whoa, their yeah. eyes would be so right. big. Um, in first grade, the grasshopper. So it's taking what they learn um, in, you know, or science or physical science or whatever it is and applying it hands on. Um, the grasshopper seeing the parts of it and again applying biblical truths to that of like how God created everything for a purpose yeah. and a plan and everything is so different. Um, second grade we do that squid which is so fun. Mm. They get the little ink sack and they get to write with it. Oh my gosh, um, I didn't know that. And then a fish in fourth grade which is okay. the stinkiest thing ever and Ugh. it's usually 90 degrees when we do it. Um, but again, just seeing the intricacies of God's creation yeah. hands-on in front of them and how everything works together. Yeah. Fifth grade like a pig heart amazing right they actually get to see a heart that looks like ours yeah and how it functions and that's awesome so i see that as like part of it is skill based of learning how to do a dissection but part of it is also and then there's some content knowledge of different parts of the body and right. different but then there's also sort of this inquiry process of by the time you've reached middle school you have at least six times in this one project gone through a you know what are we trying to find how would I go about finding it? How would I go about documenting it? Right? right. That That is pretty neat, I feel like, mm -hmm. to pass on to you. Because yeah. you guys do dissections as well in the middle. Do you, is it still a frog? <laughs> it is still a frog. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, they all come in like one big five-gallon bucket. Yeah, so. that's fun when mm -hmm. that shows up every year. Yeah. <laughs> the frogs are here. Yeah. Yeah. They... Uh, Oh, I, I do love the frogs. And I think to your point, they it does kind of open up um, a really awesome experience to kind of build on what they've already done in lower school. And I think from a standardized perspective, you know, we, we operate under the NGSS, Next Generation Science Standards. And I think getting to work on our in-service days with the high schoolers, uh, with the high school teachers, um, you kind of see how everything is sort of interwoven. And as you work from lower school, we're super fortunate to be K through 12 because mm -hmm. you get you know, kind of all of these building blocks then build up those skills. And I think that if I brought pickles to my seventh graders, <laughs> they would love they it. Just, they, they would, would love it. it. Yeah, they would, they would like, why do I need a knife? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, bite into the thing. <laughs> yeah, but I think that, that it, we, we do such a good job of kind of streamlining it to where um, the skills, to, to, to your point, um, they they get greater and greater and greater until eventually, you know, these kids, they go, they go to high school and, you know, mm -hmm. they can go to anatomy phys or be in an AP bio class and just be really well prepared for that. So Yeah, mm -hmm. but it's all like pointing back to God and his creation, the intentionality of it, mm -hmm. 
reinforcing all the way through, which I think is, is, is super cool. What else do you, as, as like middle school science, what are your goals for kids that when they go to high school, that mm -hmm. you, what are the things you want them to have? Yeah, I think uh, obviously with you know STEM at such the forefront of where we're at in our education uh, and kind of like the educational zeitgeist, if you will, it's like such a, a primary thing. I think that we want to build up the basic skills like they need to know, obviously, about atomic theory and then moving our way through the cells and then going up through ecosystems and biomes. But I think the overarching, like you talked about the four C's, um, we want these kids to be able to critically think in whatever they do. And so I think in science, I try to give them opportunities, number one, to critically think and take ownership of something they're passionate about. But I also try to give as many possibilities and opportunities of them to work in groups because at the end of the day, you know, when you go into the workforce later in life, you know, you would hope that these kids can work well as a team. And so I think in my class, I do a ton of group work um, mm -hmm. so that they can work with their friends, have some time to learn about the content, but then ultimately kind of refine those skills so that they're a good teammate, which is what everybody wants to be. So I know in addition to in the classroom stuff, there's other there's other ways for both of you that, that you're involved. One of them, I know, I think recently you brought in an outside speaker. Is that mm -hmm. accurate? Can you share a little bit about of that? Course. And, yeah. So second grade, they're learning about pollination. And we brought in a company from outside, a San Diego place. And she came in and um, did a whole presentation for all the second graders. So we got to use the quad, the new quad area. Yeah. Um, and she did a, an amazing presentation of just connecting what they read in a book to, you know, bringing in flowers and the kids got to feel it. They got to learn about the different parts, how, um, you know, how it's all connected, the, the bees and the bats and different things. And so kids got to see hands-on, not in the classroom, but kind of outside. Yeah. And they yeah. do, they'll take field trips, um, to different places like yeah. the lagoon. I think, I think the zoo even was the one zoo. Yeah. 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 So. Awesome. And then Grantham, mm -hmm. you know, in, in addition to, I don't know if there are, are there science related um, trips that we do in the middle school, but yeah, I'm definitely more elective based. Like, so they they actually, I think yesterday or maybe two, two days ago, the marine biology elective, they went to the aquarium together. Okay. So. What yeah. are some of the science elect? So there's marine biology. Marine I mean, biology. Is it still forensics? Forensics okay. is what I teach. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and fine. then, uh, oh, so you, you should know the fingerprints. I was thing. just going to say <laughs> you would have fit right in. Um, so, and then it's engineering. So Ms. Okay. Mrs. Schick teaches uh, yeah. engineering and then Kelly teaches. Awesome. Kelly, Kelly yeah. Um, yeah. She teaches marine bio and I have forensics. So. And I, and I think it's, it's also just fascinating to me. It's so hands-on, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. all the way through, uh, you know, you've already talked about a lot of that in lower school. And I, I just know from getting like Mrs. Schick will send out these emails of like, yeah. Teachers, be aware, right. we're blowing stuff up today. <laughs> yeah. There might be some loud booms, right. you know. So yeah. what kinds of things like that besides dissecting the frog mm -hmm. in the middle school program are there? Yeah, so in forensics, we start off with things like glass fracturing or fingerprinting. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately, by the end of the quarter, they have like a campus-wide crime that they have to solve where they have stations and they'll go oh, around. Awesome. Why have I not been involved in this? Yeah, I can I bring know, you I in. Come. You can be the yeah. fingerprint. I totally want to Can I be the criminal? Yeah, that would be fun. You're like, yeah. Um, weather yeah. to it though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, yeah. um, but it's, it's an amazing experience and, uh, it's kind of like, like we said before, stacking the foundational things so that they can apply all those things in hands-on learning. Yeah. And yeah, so it's really cool. Um, I mean, we even do a fire forensics one where they see how different fabrics will burn and, uh, we do like chromatography tests with different inks and things yeah. like that. So they get to put all that stuff together. It's called who stole the gold. That's the name okay. of the name of the that's final good. lab. That's yeah. solid. And then, of course, outside of science, too, I, I should note, I mean, mm -hmm. you like you lead worship at chapel. I know you've been on a number of retreats. Mm -hmm. 
why is it important that kids see you doing those things and not just being a teacher in your classroom? Yeah, I think that uh, one of my favorite quotes is Frederick Buechner. Um, he says, the place that God calls you to is a place where um, the world's deep hunger and your deep gladness meet. And I think that like the world is deeply, deeply hungry for um, mentorship and for um, adults leading kids in a Christ-like manner. Um, and I think every teacher that teaches here that I've gotten to know, they are deeply glad when they get to see that potential realized. Mm -hmm. And so I think... Our school does such an amazing job um, with these kids, trying to ultimately shepherd them towards what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And like God calls us to excellence. And so I think we get to see that in the classroom um, magnified to the nth degree. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. That's the goal. And thank you both for being such a, a huge part of it. And I know, especially like last question for you, Kelly, I mean, you've, you've been on this journey as a teacher, but also as a parent, mm -hmm. right? What has that been like, you know, investing in all these kids, but then watching your kids go through and, and receive some of that too. It's been amazing. So when we have like groups that come and look at our school, I just want to like burst with pride. <laughs> right, I right. really do. And I'm like, I've had kids from preschool, both my kids, Drew and Paige have been preschool and then Drew will graduate this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I look back and I'm so blessed and so thankful for this place. Um, the t it's the teachers for me. And when I tell people outside of Santa Fe, I'm like, you won't beat the teachers. Mm -hmm. It's not so much the curriculum. The curriculum is amazing, but it's the love these teachers have yeah. for my kids. And hearing, you know, you know, I'll get a text or some, you know, Drew, it was so fun to talk to Drew today or whatever. It's the investment that has been placed on these kids to become Christians. I mean, not to become Christians, but to become Christ-like and to live out their life through education, through whatever they're learning, to become these citizens that will go on to glorify God and, and find their passion and find their purpose. I couldn't be more thankful that my kids are getting that from you. So thank you You're so welcome. much for that. You know, they'll get you one day. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see if they have that same <laughs> yeah. response. But. So, <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you both for being here. You're, you're both such a huge part of this place. And um, whether it's been, you know, for a longer time, I was going to say for a shorter time, but it's been five years now. So, you know, I you're remember kinda, when you started. Yeah. yeah you're I remember going to Tucson in. with Drew and oh kind of like breaking my ankles on the basketball court. But yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but we're so thankful for the impact you both make here in science and elsewhere. And uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Mm. So make sure Chad hears all the shots I took in. <laughs> oh, he will. Okay. You'll be getting texts. Thank you, guys. And thank you for listening or watching. If this is your first time checking us out, we have other episodes of our Eagle Perspective podcast. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or elsewhere podcasts are found. We look forward to being back with you again soon. Bye.